Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's something in my eye. Uh-oh. <laughs> Starts crying. Today we have Brianna Chicken Fry, host of Plan Bree Podcast and BFF's podcast with Dave Pornoy and Josh Richards, the CEO of Hangovers, mm-hmm. the Dr. Phil for college advice, yes. and the pickleball champion. Yes. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe you won in pickleball today. I know. It was really, it was really hard. I went against David and Taylor Lautner, and I won the whole entire tournament. Are you a Lautner fan? Mm, I am. Are you? Ah. Were you freaking out? <laughs> a little bit. Dude, if you told me when I was like 13, hey, in the future, you're going to be playing a pickle- pickleball. didn't even exist then. A pickleball tournament with Taylor Lautner. I think I would cry and shit myself. Maybe even kill myself. <laughs> like, like, no, I can't do like, that can't. now. This is, such, this is so crazy. His life is like turned into something so crazy. That's like a mad lib that that happened today. <laughs> he walked behind me and I look over at Caitlin. I'm like, is that Taylor Rodgers? She's like, yep. I'm like, holy fuck. What is he doing? I don't know. Like, why are you? <laughs> I mean, I love it, but what's going on? I wanted to play so bad. Why he didn't was... you play? Because it was ambassadors only and mm. then like free play after. Okay. Anyways. Pickleball. Pickleball. How'd you get paired up with Barstool? Okay, this is, uh, I guess, kind of a long story. So I started at Barstool in 2020, but I started making TikToks in like 2019. I think it was still Musical.ly, and then like the week later it changed to TikTok. Were you always Brianna Chicken Fry? Yeah. Even on Musical.ly? Yeah. Well, I, maybe it wasn't Musical.ly. It was like the week after it changed to TikTok, and I made one because everyone was talking about it, but everyone was still doing dance videos. I'm not a dancer. So I like joked around on it and I was like fucking around to the music and like making stupid videos. And I made my name Brianna Chicken Fry. My real name is Brianna LaPaglia. No one knows that. They think my last name is Chicken Fry. Oh, I thought it was Chicken Fry. No, but people no, no. really people really do. They're like, wait, your last name's not Chicken Fry when they see my Instagram. I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> <laughs> But I guess it's my fault. Anyways, I made that my name and I didn't think I was going to get any traction. So I started making TikToks at college being the hungover girl. That's where I became the CEO of Hangovers. What were you, sophomore? Junior? Uh, sophomore when I made a TikTok, yeah. So I was sophomore in it up, being hungover. I was was like, anyone else in your friend group doing it? No. It was embarrassing. So you but were the only cared. one on your phone filming everything. Yeah, I was filming. That was always me, though. I like I was making vlogs and posting vlogs on YouTube for like 200 views. Like I've just like always been doing it. I was on Vine. I went viral a couple times and I was like, my future's set. But I didn't think anything was really going to happen from it. And that's where the name Chicken Fry actually came from. I made a Vine where I thought my leg looked like a Burger King chicken fry. And then it went viral. And I'm like, I'm sick with the chicken fry name. So that's why I made my TikTok name that. Made the hangover videos. And Barstool DM'd me one day. And I'm from Boston. So Barstool's like mega in Boston. It's like Dave Portnoy is God where I'm from. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is so scary. And they DM'd me to come into New York. And I went into the I went into the office. I got drunk before because I was so nervous. And they gave me an internship while I was at school. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So well, this you were was, going to school there? I was going to school in Cleveland. Oh, how'd that work? Wait, isn't I Cleveland, dropped Ohio? Out. Yeah. Oh, you dropped out. Got yeah, the internship. Out. Well, I was still in school doing it. And I was like, I got to pick... If I'm, I was pre-med. I, I got to pick if I'm going to ruin my career like online. I can't be a doctor if I'm like drunk online. So yeah. I was like kind of got to pick one of the two. And I dropped out and it's it worked. I like got a U-Haul and drove across the country by myself and moved to New York. Was that a hard decision for you? Yeah. I cried for 
I don't know. It's just so weird because you don't know if it's going to like work out. So I was really intimidated and scary. Like I only had, I think, 80,000 followers when I dropped out. On Musical.ly? On Musical.ly. Yeah. And I was dancing. No, but uh, I was I was so intimidated, so scared. And it was COVID when I moved to New York. So it was a ghost town. I had no friends. It was terrifying. I was like in a male dominated company and uh, I was just like, fuck it. I got to go for it or I'm going to not have a job ever again yeah. that's bananas i know it was scary <laughs> i can't believe you were making vlogs back then i know oh my gosh are I they still I, up yeah i'll send you a clip we can like put it in or something they're so bad they're so bad but they're awesome i just like would record with all my friends in like high school and i would edit them all i've always like i've always loved david david's vlogs so i would watch them in high school and be like i want to do this and then i re recreated them and now this is all crazy to me and you went out and you bought a camera and you Mm -hmm. Learn to edit yourself. Yeah, I was I was an editor. Yeah, I don't do it anymore though, and I miss it. We were talking about that before we started. Like editing is kind of like the best process of it because you get to create it, but I don't do it anymore. I've lost my touch. Would you go back to making YouTube vlogs? Yeah, for sure. I still like I make vlogs. I'm vlogging all of this actually, but um, on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, cool. So I still make vlogs, but like my producer edits them and stuff. I post. I don't know. We do a lot of content, which is fun. I feel like I'm doing a lot. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. What's your relationship with Barstool now? Because you do two podcasts. Mm -hmm. Two Barstool podcasts. Anything else? Mm, and like a bunch of vlogs. And I'm doing a live show tour. Tickets just dropped today. So if you want to come, you can come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tour. Yeah, but it's a, it's a lot. I don't know. I'm usually not in the office anymore. I'm traveling for Barstool, which is crazy. But I did this thing la or the last two years. I like recreated. Barstool used to have this thing called the Blackout Tour where Dave and like a couple other guys at Barstool, they would just like go to college towns and like throw huge parties and like everyone would get fucked up and it'd be crazy. So I like recreated that with the girls because my audience is like 90% women, which is awesome. So we went in the past two years to, I don't know, dude, like 45 colleges and just threw insane parties. And I was talking about this with you earlier. I feel like it's aged me. I feel like I'm like 45 now because I was partying so hard and I'm known for partying. And now when people hang out with me, like my followers, they think I'm still going to be so crazy. I'm like mama doesn't have it anymore. She's granny. <laughs> How old are you now? 24. But I feel 45. What was the wildest thing that happened at these parties? Oh, are people God. trying to impress you? People are just like, I'm going to get as belligerently drunk as I possibly can. And in a room full of girls, it's like a safe space. That's what I always say. Because there's really no guys at them. Which I'm like, you're stupid. Because the guys, I'm like, this is where all the girls are. Why don't you come? That's so interesting. Pretend to be come. a chicken fry fan. Yeah. I know. I'm like, you'll get a girl, a pretty girl. But, um, dude, people would just absolutely go insane. Like, people would shatter bottles. And, like, I, oh, I have a scar. Okay, see this? I, like, cut, my, cut down to the bone at one of my parties in Colorado. We were on stage and I thought it was a champagne bottle, like to pop. It was a twist off, like sparkling wine thing. Like it wasn't even alcohol. So I went to twist it. My whole entire finger got like sliced open down to the bone. I'm bleeding all over this girl in the front row. She's all, my blood's in her mouth. And she's like, I'm drinking Brianna chicken fried blood. I'm like, you're fucking crazy. But it was like, let's go. And then like, I was supposed to go to the hospital didn't go to the hospital because I was like the show must go on and my security was trying to take me to the hospital after because like my bone was literally right there I was like no we're going to the after party we're going to frats man like I was so in it because I dropped out of college so I was like I want to get my last like senior year in so wash that man sounds so, so lame but I um uh, I didn't go to the hospital and then the next day at the airport it like reopened and I had to get stitches like in the middle of the airport from like 
a half-ass fake nurse EMT thing. Yeah. It was crazy. That was probably the craziest thing that ever happened. Is it you and Grace? Yeah, it was Grace and I. Oh, that's so cool. It's the two of you. I know. That's my best friend. Yeah. You've you known each other since you were 10. Yeah. People don't seem to know that. They, like, they get so shocked. They think we're just, like, podcast hosts together and, like, worked at Barstool. But we met when we were 10 in fifth grade, and we've literally been inseparable since. Who brought who into Barstool? I brought Grace to Barstool. I just brought her around until they would hire her. I'm like, she's not leaving. So when I dropped out of school, it was COVID, like I said, and I called Grace and I'm like, hey, I'm moving to New York. Um, you want to come with me? And she's like, yeah, sure. So yeah. she dropped out as well because it was COVID. So we were going to take a semester off. And she took a semester off, came to New York with me. We moved into like this shitty, like disgusting. It was so bad. The shittiest apartment ever. How'd you find it? Uh, on Street Easy. If you're in New York, that's how you find apartments. Street Easy. Street Easy. Street Easy. It's the best. But we got a COVID deal. So it but was did like, you know that it was that shitty? No. No. And we didn't view it before we went. Like, we just had to, like, move. It was, like, quick. Yeah. So we moved into this apartment. And we were just so excited because our dream, like, in when we were younger, we always wanted to live in New York together. So we were finally doing it. We were just so excited. We didn't care what the apartment was. And we move in. And it's a ghost town, like I said, because it was scared. No one was there. It was COVID. Everyone moved out. And we're like, oh, fuck, New York sucks. We had to eat dinner outside on the side of the road, like 30 degrees out because of like the COVID. We couldn't go inside. And like I said, I just kept bringing her to Barstool until someone finally was like, who is this? I'm like, this is Grace O'Malley. You got to hire her. And then she, <laughs> Grace she, O'Malley. she got hired. And I'm like, she's my co-host now, okay? <laughs> like I had her editing. Like I would just give her like fake jobs. I was like, she's my manager. She's my producer. She's doing this. She's doing that. Just like until she got her foot in the door. And like I brought her there, but she like totally deserves her job and shit. She's great. And now we're we're doing the Plan Breed together and she's my co-host. And it's awesome. Yeah, inseparable since we were 10. How many episodes have you guys done? Mm, I I don't know how long Grace has been on it with me. She's been on it for like, maybe a year but i think we're on episode like 190 or something yeah yeah you've been going for a while a while and it was so bad when i first started like i looked back i actually did this i don't know if you, you probably should do this it's fun to like look back on your first episodes oh the audio is awful awful just like what am i saying like i used to try to write scripts and like read from shit and try to be like so calculated with it they were so fucking bad i would have like the randomest guests on and it would just be me and my college room because i did start at the pod in my college room just like ramble it's oh even before you went to barstool yeah yeah oh wow yeah so i was like doing it in my college room at my college house and looking back at it it's just so crazy like i had this fake little microphone that i got at best buy and it was so bad man but it's so like it was just you rambling yeah it was just me oh i have to go back and listen yeah it's crazy to look back on i did it the other day and it was cringe i can't even look back at my old tiktoks when did you first pick up a camera and like when did you realize that you loved posting yourself on the internet well okay so growing up this was awesome in my neighborhood it was like all my friends live in my neighborhood together and my cousins were my neighbors and we would make movies so i would cast everyone in my neighborhood as people in these movies i would write these movies i would film them and direct them i was like 10 so we'd make these scary movies i remember i got my first underwater camera and i was like okay we're gonna do this shot well i would always make <laughs> dude I would, there would be scary movies and i'm like someone's gotta die learn your lines yes literally i would i was such a bitch i'm like you're not doing it right i'm 10 years old bossing around one more i used to spray my friends with fire extinguishers <laughs> i'm like we need this clip yeah no, we need it we need to get it and it was so fun just like making the scary movies and i would have these shitty cameras the underwater one and it would always be a body falling into the pool in this weird scary movie that we were making and they never saw the light of day i still have them on like my old macbook yeah. it, so i 
I always knew is what I wanted to do. I was like a film minor in college. So I don't know. I, I think I knew I was going to end up doing this. I just didn't think it would like work out the way it did. There's a quote by Bill Gates that whatever your passion is from when you're like 10 to 19, mm -hmm. that's what you're going to be the best at being in life. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened to, that what you were doing yeah. was taking over the world of like the internet. I know. Like, so crazy. Thank God you weren't riding horses. I know. Thank God. <laughs> what were you doing when you were 10? Same exact thing. Yeah. I always, I was the one with the camera. I had the, mm -hmm. the video ideas. I was editing them. Mm -hmm. I was posting them on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There was a competition for an all time low music video. <laughs> and I remember I skipped school that day and it was back on YouTube when you, if you hit enter, you kept getting more views. Yeah. So I just sat there. I just kept hitting enter <laughs> and um, ended up winning an iPod video wait that's crazy wait when here's something funny yeah i used to be a scammer on youtube shut up okay so wait, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I know okay i was i was 10 or i was like 12 whatever and i wanted subscribers so bad so i'd be like all right i'm doing a beats giveaway i would have like my beats that i got from for christmas and i'd like have the box and i'm like all right when i hit 200 subscribers I'm gonna mail one of Wait, you guys. Wait, are you ten doing beats. this? Yes, and so who? And then we would have my cousins enter the contest, and they would like be the winners. Yeah. And then like they would send in a video like I got my beats, but <laughs> it wasn't. I was just scamming people to follow me, and I did it like so many times until I had like 400 subscribers, which I thought was crazy. Oh, I was just out here scamming people. That was so much. I used to just make fake. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. 
Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply account so i had a little notebook and i had every email and password that i made and before you know it i get like 40 emails and i had 40 subscribers that's a hustle we were hustling yeah and, and look at us now i know it kind we're, of worked we're, we're doing it we're not doing scamming anymore no more <laughs> no more Maybe. scamming i don't know you're part of such a massive name barstool do you get a lot of opinionated people coming to you to try and just throw whatever they think of you guys on yeah that is like barstool is such a double-edged sword because there's a lot of opinions about it already before people really know what it is like people think it's this frat-centric super bro-y like terrible company and to a sense like yeah there's the there's the frat part of it it's like a college company there's a lot of men in it but there's so much more depth to it so I get so frustrated when people are like you work at Barstool Sports like you're a misogynist I don't like you I'm like dude our CEO is a woman. Like, two of the top podcasts in the whole entire company are ran by women. Like, there's so much more to it. And it makes it just makes me so sad when people don't give it a chance. I'm like, just give it a chance. Things change and things grow. Because I do not agree with some of the shit that used to happen at Barstool and, like, what it was. But it's grown. It's evolved. It's been 20 years now. 20 years. That's a long time. That's a really long time. Yeah. Were you aware of it when you were a kid? I, I was aware, I always thought it was just Barstool, the Instagram page, like posting crazy videos. I didn't know that there were so many like avenues in it and so many different podcasts and shows. I kind of just thought it was like Pizza Guy Dave and let's post like crazy videos on Instagram. But didn't they start out as like a magazine? Yeah, a newspaper. Right. It started out as like a news, Dave making a newspaper and like forcing it upon people in the streets. And did you see that when you were a kid? Like, was it on newsstands? I don't I never saw it but like all of my family like my dad and my uncles they like grew up with Barstool like they evolved with Dave so I kind of got the rundown before I went in for my internship I like made them sit me down and give me the history of Barstool so I didn't look like an idiot would you tell them when what was their reaction when you told them that you were going to interview at Barstool oh my god here's little Brie making videos on on musically well my parents okay my parents are kind of older my mom is like she had me when she was 37, so she's, like, fucking... She's older now. Yeah. So she doesn't really know the internet. She does now because she's obsessed with TikTok because I'm on it. She sends me TikToks every day of, don't forget about your mom. Your mom loves you, TikToks. I I'm love like, the way you filmed this one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a shout-out. <laughs> shout-out, mom. But um, my mom was like, what are you... Barstool? She thought it was a furniture company. But my dad was like, Prez! Like, go Prez! They poured on my uncle, like, shit his pants. They were so excited for me, and they were like, you can't fuck this up. You have to do this. You have to do well. Or you're going to be a disappointment. Do it for the chicken fry family. I'm like, okay, <laughs> guys. I got you, I guess. But it was so fun. We just had the Barstool, like, 20th year anniversary in Boston the other day. And I got to bring all my family to it. And they got to, like, meet Dave. And it was, like, a dream come true for them. So it's sweet to, like, get to give back to them since they loved it before I even knew what it was. Yeah. yeah. Is he, like, a superhero in Boston? Oh, my God. He's God. 
like literally the god of Boston. It's crazy, at least for like all the stoolies. And there's a lot of them. It's wild to watch. Like people are in awe when he walks by. I feel like they're in awe at you too, right? I don't think so, but maybe some of the girls. <laughs> really? I don't You're know. You're being humble, I think. Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> like watching Dave is so crazy because to me he's just, people are so terrified of him. Right. Yeah, he, like, they think he's like this big, mean, angry, grumpy man. I'm like, he's just Dave. Yeah. Like he's not scary to me. I don't know. Everyone's so scared of him. And I think that's why it works with me on BFFs and like the dynamic me, Josh, and Dave have. It's cool. When you in when you went in for your interview, did you interview with him at all? I went like kind of I went into his office and I like blacked out. I was so scared. He was like, Chicken fry, like, what are you doing? He doesn't know he didn't know who I was, what the fuck I was doing. I was just like, Hey, yeah, I make videos. I'm super happy to be here and then he was like, All right, go ahead. Yeah. Leave the room. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting out of here now. Thank so you scared. Time, <laughs> and what the my first episode on BFFs was like the first time I talked to Dave for real. Uh huh. Yeah. So that was crazy. Do you guys talk outside the podcast? Like, yeah. Now we do. Stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I sent him an album last night and told him to listen to it. <laughs> did he respond? Yeah. He said, "Was this a mass text? Why'd you send it to me?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> you have the two podcasts now, mm -hmm. and you're always traveling. Always traveling. What's your day to day like now? Um, this past month has been different. So I started dating someone that's on the road and I've just kind of been like a, t a tour, a tour dog right now. I'm a road dog. So I've just been like going around with him, doing my pod from the road, making videos and really tra like traveling so much. And I used to think I hated traveling. And now it's like the coolest thing ever. Like sitting in this room, talking to you, never thought we would meet, like talking to Taylor Lautner at the pickleball tournament. Insane. Like I'm going to these random you're states. You're going to the streamies. Yeah. Like, you're going to meet so many people there too. I know. I'm kind of nervous. No. I th I, you're going to do great. I hope so. Yeah. And I'm presenting. I'm like, I hope I don't fuck up on stage. But yeah, the traveling part of this job, I think is so cool. I, I just like love to talk to new people and meet new people. So I think that's the best part of it. Do you have anything else planned for this weekend besides streamies? I'm going to a party tonight with Carmen Electra, who I didn't. Oh, I'm going to get roasted. Who I didn't know who she was. And you're in love. Yeah. For all the dudes out there, they know. That's the one. They know. She, They know. Carmen Electra, baby. I got to look her up after this. Well, because there was two. It was Pam Anderson mm -hmm. and Carmen Electra. Okay. Those are the big dogs. Yeah. Okay. In my brain, I was like, maybe Carmen Electra is approachable <laughs> for me. So like 15-year-old me had a chance. I do the same shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if you're like too fucking hot or like unobtainable, I'm like... <laughs> Sorry, in my Pam. head, I'm like, you know what? I don't even like you. I don't think you're that good looking. You're not my type. I'm it like, wouldn't work out anyway. I wouldn't be into it. Yeah. I like people that are like less less intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Who handles all your day-to-day -day, uh, scheduling, activities, everything? Me. I, I do it all. Really? Yeah, I, I just got you have a, a team. I, I do, but <laughs> I don't really use them to my advantage. I don't know. I feel like I'm very capable of like doing my own things. I don't like letting people do other shit for me, but I just got a manager. Oh, you didn't have one before? I didn't because at Barstool is weird. They don't really like management and they're like, you can do all your own shit, which I kind of appreciate because it like makes you appreciate what you're doing and like work harder. But I just got a manager and that's why I'm here and I'm doing all this random like the pickleball thing and like the streamies and stuff. Oh, but that's sick. I like make my own calendar and I'm not that good at it. I'm like so bad at meetings and stuff, but I try to do it all myself because it makes me feel more able-bodied. I'm like, I don't need someone to fucking pick up my lunch and do shit for me because I've seen a lot of influencers especially in New York, be the fucking worst. I'm like, dude, the egos on these people. I'm sure you see plenty of it in LA. It's crazy. I'm like, guys, take it down a notch. You just have followers on a screen. So when you you get outside sponsorships, do you handle those on your own? Uh, which, which is weird. This is crazy about Barstool. We're not allowed to do 
like outside sponsorship so everything goes through barstool because on barstool you're on contract and on a salary so like when brands buy in they buy into like plan brie or bffs and it's not like an individual based thing so like your salary is based off of like what are, what is buying into you right it's weird so you can't do outside things like i can do the celsius tournament just to do it but like i can't get paid to do it or like i can't get paid to promote things i can just like go for fun oh, that's you sad. know which is weird but it's also a I don't know. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Like, I have health insurance. Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, set in a salary. I know where my check's coming from at Barstool. Do you actually have a 401k? I do. Yeah, I heard you say that. Yeah. I was like, that's sick. I know. I don't really even know what it means. But <laughs> I'm like, I, I know my mom keeps saying, make sure you put the money into the 401k. I'm like, okay, I'll listen to you, mom. And, like, health insurance is cool. And, I don't know, I feel more like an adult when I have, like, a steady paycheck. But then I'm like, fuck, I'm, you miss out on a lot of money. The money is crazy in this industry. Yeah, it's wild. Like, for, like, one-off things what even like random shit like upstairs i showed you the water rower you just got a water rower i got an email i they asked for my address i sent it they mm -hmm. said are you okay to post a youtube video i didn't respond it came the next day that's crazy i didn't even respond i didn't <laughs> confirm it it just showed up it's crazy and i just have a water rower upstairs You're like yeah it's it's so wild the things you get sent the things you get presented with that sometimes i'm like this is fucked. This is too much money. You're really offering someone that much money to post like a 30 second clip. It's just insane how much money is in this industry. Did you really have kidney stones? Oh my God. Yeah. I Are almost died. Painful. So painful. I was like actually the most painful thing I've ever experienced. And I tried to, I thought I was just like hungover because I was in Florida. I was like on a bender and I came home and I'm like, yeah, now this will go away tomorrow. Wake up. I have 103 fever. I'm like dying. I'm like, this will go away tomorrow. And then I woke up and I couldn't walk. I like collapsed on my bathroom floor. They got lodged in my like tubes. And then I just started peeing a lot of blood. And then I was sweating. I was like, I'm going to die. And you didn't know what, what it was at first? No, I had no idea. So I was really convinced like I'm going to die. I was like, this is it. It was crazy. Like everything in my life started flashing before my eyes. I was like, <laughs> they're just kidney stones. But I really thought I was going to die because the pain was insane. And then I was in the emergency room, room for like nine hours. And uh, I still have four to pass. I haven't passed them yet. They're in you now? Yeah, I only passed one. And oh they're the God. same size. So it's like a waiting game of when are, when are these kidney stones going to come out of me? Did you save it? Do you get it? No, I couldn't find it. Oh. But I know it passed because it hurt. Do they zap it? They can zap it. But I didn't want to do the... I was just like, I can do this. I'm going to pass it. Wow, good for you. Yeah, I know. I'm a warrior. Yeah. I'm pass this on my Road own. warrior. I don't need no help from no zap. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. You went to Fiji? I did go to Fiji. What was that like? crazy uh it was like what was it we went for 72 hours it's like a 16 hour flight so we flew across the world to go to fiji for like love island never in my life did i think i was gonna go to fiji i didn't even know it was a real place i thought it was just a water bottle and uh, <laughs> I, but i was sick there i was on antibiotics for the kidney stones because i got this crazy infection so the whole time i'm there everyone's like getting wasted and having so much fun and i'm just like being a little bitch in the back like okay i can't drink like i can't have that much fun but it was super cool we got to go to the love island villa have you, do you watch love island no mm, it was sick I, I drink the water all the time though and i see how pretty it is on the bottle yeah it's beautiful um but it was so cool the villa was insane and then i was like i want to go on love island and when i was there someone like a producer heard me they were like wait do you really and i was like no i can't fuck on camera they fuck on camera and stuff do they yeah it's like everything there's like cameras in the shower is it netflix yeah I know. Crazy too much. I can't do that. I feel like you'd kill it at uh, reality TV, though. I don't know. I've been on a couple Barstool reality shows. What what reality show would you kill it at? Jersey Shore? 
Yeah. You just hung out with those guys. I right? know. Dude, I was on. Okay, you're from Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I used to go to the. I'd see the Shore House all the time. So sick. Okay, that show raised me. That's why I was like. Do you court. remember when it first premiered? Yes. Everyone was like, fuck this show. All the sponsors yes. pulled out of the episode. Yes. And then it was the biggest thing ever. Yep. And then I was. I had a cameo on Jersey Shore Vacation, like when it first came out the other week. Uh-huh. And I. That was like a full circle for me. Everyone's like, it's Jersey Shore. I'm like, dude, you have no idea. This shit raised me. I thought I want to be Snooky. I want to be Wow. Like me and Grace, that's who we want to be. Wow. Yeah, Wow. and Snooki. She was my favorite. She was so awesome. She's so sweet too. She, they just came on Plan Bree and it was like the best thing ever. They were all like, Dina was blacked out on the show. She was like screaming in the microphone. It was so cool. But yeah, I think Jersey Shore I would crush it. Or Big Brother. I like like games. Yeah, like I want to be secretive and like manipulative on a reality show. Maybe I'll get my chance. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. That'd be sick. Yeah. Let me on a reality show, anyone. Someone's watching. Yeah, come on. Hit me up. (laughs) Rough and rowdy. Rough and rowdy. Do you go to those? I I went to the one Grace fought in. This recent one, right? In December? Yeah, yeah. My friend Susie was there? Yeah, Susie fought. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if she fought. Susie (laughs) Susie was supposed to fight Grace. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, Susie, back the fuck down. (laughs) I know. It was so funny, dude. Okay, so Susie, it was so weird. Me and Grace were in North Carolina, and I had gotten a flat tire. We're sitting on the side of the road, and Grace gets a DM from Susie being like, you dumb fucking bitch. Like, uh, We're like, What? What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I'm going to kill this bitch. Why is she talking to me like that? But I didn't know that she wanted to fight Grace because of Rough and Rowdy. We thought she was just like being so mean. And we were like, what is going on? And then she's like, we could settle this in the ring. And then the shit talking started going back and forth, which is so corny because it's so funny to like sit there and make the shit talk up. Like, is this mean enough? Am I going to say it? And I wanted them to fight so bad. Oh, I did not. I did so bad. I was like, this is perfect. But then it didn't end up working. And Grace fought like a random fan. Oh, it was a fan? She fought a fan because she didn't have anyone to fight two weeks before the fight. So we had to, like, put out a please someone fight me thing. And both of them, like, trained for, like, two weeks. And it was was hilarious to watch. But she crushed it. She won. Would you ever get in the ring? Call someone up. Taylor Lautner. (laughs) Taylor Lautner, you're going down. You beat me in pickleball, but I'll beat your ass in the ring. Dude, I don't know. I wanted to. picks up traction. Yeah, imagine. (laughs) TMZ. I I wanted to fight Tana just because I think that would be hilarious, but I don't think I would ever get, I don't think I would ever do it. I don't have the balls to do it. I'd rather get in like a street fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I used to get in a lot of fights in college. From being drunk? I'm just very, I'm very. I'm that girl at the bar where it's like someone bumps you and then you're drunk and you're like, why the fuck did you just bump me? Oh, really? Get into a fight. Or like people like say shit to my friends and I'm like that friend. We're like, what'd you say to her? But I'm not anymore. But in college, I was, I was ratchet. Yeah. When I met my wife the first night, she was really drunk and she, she pulled on this girl's skirt. I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're friends. And the girl looks over. She's like, stop fucking touching me. And she kept pulling her skirt um, oh on the God. side. They weren't friends? I don't know who they were. <laughs> she said that they were friends, but then she, I don't know. And I, I was like, this girl is fucking crazy. And then it turns out that's like the one night she drinks out of the year. So. <laughs> Wait, that's Now we're funny. married. <laughs> now they're married. Yeah. 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 Drinking will do that shit to you. You have the two pods. Mm-hmm. One for the girls. One for the girls. One for the boys. For the boys, yeah. Do you have different kind? Because I guess BFFs, you guys talk more topical. Yeah, it's crazy because everyone is always saying like, "Oh, she's so different on Plan Brie or so different on TikTok compared to BFFs." And I'm like, "Yeah, because they're different things. Like, if I'm not going to get on BFFs and start talking deep about my life like I do on Plan Brie, that would just wouldn't make sense. Like, I was brought in as a third mic on BFFs to like 
give a woman's input or like, I don't know, fuck around with Dave and Josh. It's just a different type of pod where people are always, they get mad at me. They're like, you're so fake. You're so different. I'm like, dude, no, because I'm adapting to the environment that I'm in. It's a different fucking podcast. So it's weird. I definitely have two different personalities on Plan Bree versus versus BFFs for sure. But I think it comes out a little more on BFFs now. I used to be so nervous. I was just a little girl. On BFFs? Yeah, I was so intimidated. Like Josh was this huge mega star and Dave is Dave. Like I said, everyone was terrified of him. So I'm like, are they just going to shit on me? But now obviously I know them and it's not scary at all. But I was super intimidated when I first got on it. That's why I didn't say, I said like three words an episode. And you would just sit there? I would just sit there and wait to be like, what do you think, Brianna? I'm like, okay, oh, I don't know. Right, Dave. Yep, yep. Yes, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you think, man. <laughs> yeah, but now I definitely open up more and it's it's fun. Now we get the guests sometimes, the ones that aren't scared to fucking come on the show. But yeah, BFFs is fun. I love doing it. Who have you guys, has anyone like pulled out that you were really excited about? There's been a lot recently like people will have interest in coming on bffs then like one of our episodes will come out and then a controversy will come out and then they pull out and then they don't want to come on or like madison beer was going to come on for so long dave talks about it all the time then she just stopped answering him and then like addison ray and i don't know the a lot of people pull out because they're so scared they think we're mean but if you come on the pod we're nice to you we kind of we try to bully people into coming on to it's pod. so funny because you i know you said that on the podcast yeah like i just we're like we're mean outside of it to like I don't know make controversy and shit but then when you come on we're like we love you like the shit that happened with Bobby Bobby came on we were so nice to her we kind of bullied not bullied her but like Dave kind of said shit like fuck her she didn't want to come on the pod she's not funny unless like it's her own shit and then she came on she was great and then the falling out happened after and now people are like I don't want to come on <laughs> right yeah what's um what's everybody's roles so like Bobby decides to come on do you each do your own research and you each come up with your own questions or is it kind of like a group so this is and this is where people get a lot like super mad about bffs and this is always the top comment like why don't you guys do research before like why do you guys have no idea what we're talking about so we have like the producers make our sheets for us so we don't know what we're talking about until we get into it which is like what, that's for every episode yeah and that's kind of like what made bffs bffs is like shocked about what we're going to talk about we don't know what the next thing on the sheet's going to be or like it's kind of funny to give input on something you have like no idea on isn't that scary though it is yeah but we're so used to it now where it's like if we started preparing and knew everything i don't know that's just how bffs has always been and what it is so people are always mad that we don't really know what we're talking about but i'm like it's three idiots just shooting the shit like it's not that serious this is not the oprah winfrey show like we're just fucking around so we have no idea what we're talking about until we sit down and record do you ever get major backlash of things you say? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Well, people hate on me on BFFs. Like the guys. Because you're a girl. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. And then people, they're gonna get mad that I even say that because you just know it's because you fucking suck. I'm like, dude, why is everyone so mean to me? I don't get it. I swear, I'm like the nicest person ever, and I just say what I think on BFFs. And people, I don't know. People think, people think I'm like trying to impress dave or josh but i say the same shit that i say on my pod that i would on bff so right yeah it's weird it's a weird world especially the bffs world because it's i feel more the stoolies are involved so it's male dominated like in the comments and shit at least and they just hate brie man they hate on brie but the girlies always have my back and the in this in the bfs one it's kind of more 
not a broader audience, but yeah, because it's sure. the topical stuff, so anyone can just tune into exactly. That. And then they're like, "Who is this random bitch saying something that doesn't even make sense?" Because half the time, like I said, we don't we don't ever know what we're talking about. That's so funny. I'm I'd be terrified of. I know uh, it is it is kind of scary. And then there's always like a so they do this thing called BFFs Corner at like the end of the pod where all the producers were like sneak into our lives and figure out like headlines that we did or like random shit that we did they'll pull clips from plan brie of me like talking shit and then they'll just play them on the pod and i always i sweat when bff corner comes <laughs> up because like, it's always like yeah i'm like fuck i don't remember even saying that what did i do what did i say and i'm like so nervous when bff's corner comes around i I went through the ringer in the past couple weeks on bff's they put me through it so yeah. i think i've earned my stay <laughs> i went through it so you and josh were playing the pickleball tournament today mm-hmm. what's your guys relationship outside the podcast uh, all three of you yeah well we kind of always make fun of that me and josh are like the actual bffs but like obviously dave's not gonna come hang out with me and josh randomly like he's a lot older than us but me and josh are definitely super like way closer than dave is to either of us but i think it's the age thing also are they gonna pull that clip and put it yeah of course and dave's gonna say fuck you guys you leave me out of everything called me old called me short that's always what it is but um yeah i don't know i also like come to la a lot and see josh it was it was interesting because i didn't know if we were gonna like get along or like each other and then when we met it really is like a brother sister relationship people always like i hate when people try to ship us because it's like dude that's my little bro (laughs) <laughs> it's so crazy so yeah we have a really good relationship i love josh i mean people ship you with a lot of people well that's the thing about being a girl on social media any guy that you stand next to it's like i ship or any guy that you stand next to it's like oh they fuck she's a whore so it, it's like you can't win people shipped you theo people shipped me and theo i'm like dude we just did a podcast together and they're like the energy was there this was like a first date i'm like dude we're just doing a podcast together it's crazy that's i know Back in college, what kind of student were you? Mm, I was all right. I had a 4.0 at one point. Really? Yeah, which was crazy. And for your med stuff? Yeah, for like one semester. <laughs> but that was crazy for me. I was like, what the hell? I wasn't a good student in high school at all. I think I had like a 2.5 GPA, but I did really well on my SAT. So that's what got me into college. And uh, when I got to school, I tried to balance like a sports i was a diver in college really so so random dude so random i can't even people are like what when i say that i did cheerleading and diving in college then i was pre-med and i was also party girl so i was like addicted to adderall my sophomore year of college like it was crazy it was actually really scary so in that stint though i was like this is a limitless pill i can do it all and then i realized i was gonna die because i was taking like 160 milligrams of adderall a day not sleeping partying and fucking going to diving practice at four in the morning so once i realized that was crazy i stopped taking the adderall stopped doing well on my test because i started sleeping not staying up all night and studying and then it kind of like i just put all of my work ethic into barstool because i was doing both at the same time i was like i just enjoy this way more like i'm happy to do it rather than like sitting in a library till and i know it's like i'm lucky enough to do it but i was like fuck this i'm dropping out and leaving so i guess i wasn't that good of a student were you in sorority no not a sorority gal what kind of parties were there okay so my school didn't really have sororities it was like based on the lacrosse house the football house that was like mine too yeah and there was the swim oh, house yeah swim house was always oh my god okay dude swimmers are crazy have you ever been to a swim party have you ever like they orgies all oh no i wasn't part of those orgies <laughs> Orgies, because I was a diver, so I had to like go. I had to be part of them. <laughs> I, they made me have sex with them. No, it wasn't like that. But I've witnessed 
swimmers are fucking weird bro and i know they get a bad rep and it's like swimmers are weird in high school and shit and then you get to college and i was like no they're cool they're super nice they were like great then we go to the parties everyone's like taking their pants off and like everyone's hooking up in the bathroom then they'll all like rotate down into the fucking basement this was one swim swim party that i went to my first one it's like i don't know if i can do this man this is fucking weird and swimmers did you are go just, there as a freshman yeah oh, that's so funny i know and i was i was petrified i was like what is going on everyone just had sex like this in college <laughs> like i was like i didn't I was not a sexual person in high school. Like, my first boyfriend was junior year of high school. Like, I didn't really, like, make out with a guy until I was 17. Like, I was very, I was late blossoming. My my high school was weird. Like, no one hooked up. And if they did, it was a secret. It was just, like, the girls and the guys, they, it was like a middle school dance until we were, like, 18, which is so weird. But then I get to college and I'm like oh my god you guys are all gonna get STDs I was for some reason so scared of STDs like I was like sex means you're gonna die I was so scared and then the orgies the swimmers it's like what the fuck is going on and then I like stopped talking to the swimmers I was petrified and I never went back to another swim party I, I, I prefer lax boys are terrifying this is how I like categorize people in high school or in college like what guy to date date a football player don't date a lacrosse player ever don't ever date a lacrosse player in college and like basketball is mid-tier yeah those are like the good guys are football players basketball is all right lacrosse you're gonna get cheated on and an std what was your partying schedule like during that partying schedule my school is kind of small i kind of like made it all my friends drink all the time but i would drink from like i would party from wednesday to sunday and then monday tuesday recover yeah and then go right back at it oh man Anything I could get my hands anything. on. Anything? Anything. I was like, I could drink more. Did you have Four loco? Yeah. At that time? Mm, yeah. We, yeah, we did. And we had these um, McGillicuddy nips. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they taste like mint, like toothpaste, and you just shoot them back. You could drink a whole 12 sleeve, and oh my God, it was the best thing ever. I got arrested in college for holding a White Claw, and I had to go to court, and I had to do 600 hours of community service. You got a mugshot? No, and I'm like, what's the point of it? Yeah, what the fuck? I know, and then I tried to get arrested at some of my college tour parties just for a mugshot merch, and it didn't work. I literally like laid down in front of a cop car, and they were just like, "You're an idiot, get up." I pulled his gun. He still wouldn't arrest me. Uh, I shot someone, and they were like, "Just go home, go chicken fried, go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so crazy. I, uh, yeah, I guess I'm past wanting to get arrested, but I really wanted to for a while. Did have you ever gotten arrested? No, but that mugshot would be cool. I was on an episode of Campus PD once. No way. Yeah. For I what? Uh, we were at a house party and the cops came and you could see me walking out of the party with my bright white swipe, uh, sweatpants. <laughs> Worst white sweatpants to a party? Yeah. No one talked crazy. About <laughs> I don't know why I had no friends in college. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I was funny. <laughs> um, so you're, you're doing the streamies this weekend? Yes. Streamies this weekend presenting. With Tana? With Tana. Terrified? I don't know. I just presented an award at the Barstool Awards, which is very different, but it was fun. I think I like presenting. I'm, I'd rather do that than like have to get up there and give a random like acceptance speech, even though I'm not nominated for anything. But I feel like it's less pressure because there's like a script that they give you. So I don't know. I'm excited. I've never been to the streamies. It's so weird being in New York. All the events are here. So like I have to turn down a lot of stuff because I don't want to travel across the country for like one night in a party and an event. So when I come to these things or when I come to L.A., I'm like, I've got to bang everything out and go to everything and see everyone. So it's weird. I don't know. So that's why you're hanging out with Carmen later. 
Yeah, I'm hanging out with Carmen. Oh my God. I'll get a picture and I'll send it to you. Oh, please. I will. Wait, if she's Maybe there... I'll ask her to make a video for you and be like, can you say hi to Joe? Oh, my God. I'll try. I'll be drunk, so I'll do anything when I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. fearless when I'm drunk. I'll be, Carmen, Joe, say hi to Joe. <laughs> She's like, what? The fuck? Security tackles me to the ground. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try my best. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had one fan question. Okay. How do you get rid of your hangovers? How do I get over my hangovers? Get rid of them, yeah. Do you have a trick to avoid them? Mm, okay, so I have learned through the years that mixing alcohol obviously you're gonna get a terrible hangover i now i stick to like <laughs> you're bringing me back to like my my alcohol days it's do you so, not drink anymore not anymore no like ever i try not to i got like i think at my wedding was the first time i found that balance of like mm. being drunk yeah and still having fun because i normally just black out i'm i'm going through that right well not going through that right now but I've, <laughs> i'm I've, blacking out right now <laughs> <laughs> dude like i've like looked back at the drunks I used to get I've like turned a leaf which is nice I used to party like fucking crazy and like you said like I would just drink to black out like I wouldn't just be like I can have a couple it would be like a non-stop thing where you go all night and get as drunk as you possibly can and then you're fucking hung over for four days I've realized that's not fun not sustainable and it's not worth it because the anxiety oh my gosh so I've stepped out of that zone which is like why people are like you've changed you're not the crazy party animal I'm like dude I'm just not 21 anymore and like I have to like wake up and like talk to people and do things I can't be hung over and belligerently drunk for a week straight so now I'm just like doing six beers throughout like a whole entire night and I feel great it's good oh, that's so interesting yeah like I've definitely switched it up lately except for like I, I told you earlier, I got like super drunk like I used to this yeah. weekend and I've been regretting it and like itching and like thinking about everything I could have possibly said. I don't want to feel like that anymore. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know Jason Nash? Yeah. At his roast, I remember that was the last time I blacked out. <laughs> but the first person went on and I don't remember anything after that. Crazy, right? Yeah. And you don't even like know you're at that point until you're at that point. And you're like, oh, it's fun. I feel great. And then you're blackout. And I'm a walking blackout, like talking blackout. So I'll be blacked out having full coherent conversations. And people think I'm like sober and I'm saying the wildest shit. So people will like talk to me the next day and be like, dude, you're fucking crazy, man. Like, I can't believe you said this, did that. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to die and go under a rock. Cause I don't, rem- I wouldn't remember what I said. But those friendships, you like find out that you had the next day are so funny. I know. I'm Who like, did I talk what? to? For how long? <laughs> For three hours we talked in a bathroom? What is going on? They know everything about me and I don't even remember your name. It's terrifying. So I've given up the blackout life, but I, I still like to drink because it's like a, it's bad, but it's, it makes me feel like a superhero. I'm like, when I'm, when I have a little bit of liquid courage, dude, I'm, I'm, it is so awesome. I love to drink. I'll never give up drinking ever. <laughs> Maybe that will change, but as of now, I fucking I feel like Burt Kreischer. I'm like I will never give up drinking. Yeah, you're the female Burt Kreischer. Yeah, you're the machine. I'm the fucking machine, man. No, I'm not <laughs> the machine. <laughs> that fucking bit, man. Did you see the movie? Yeah, I didn't see it. It's pretty good. Is it? Yeah, I heard it was like insane. Yeah, I gotta watch it. I'll watch that tonight and then chill with Carmen Electra. That's fucking the dream. <laughs> the dream life, Burt Kreischer and Carmen Electra, baby. That sounds like a lax boy's dream. <laughs> you're in a relationship now. Yes. Can you ever see yourself getting married? I definitely want, like, separately from this person. I mean, it's new, but I totally want to get married. And I'm having this weird, like, I don't know if it's an identity crisis, but I don't know. Once I turn 24, I'm like, holy shit, you've got to, like, start setting yourself up for like the future and I feel like not old because I know I'm still so young and people are like crisis yeah a little quarter life crisis and I'm like I start thinking about kids like I want to be a mom so bad and 
I'm like, fuck, do I already want that life right now? It's weird. And I tell my friends about it, especially Grace. She like wants to slip my throat when I'm like, I want to be a mom. She's like, shut the fuck up. We're party animals. We're party. We're, we ne- we're never going to have children. You can't do that to <laughs> me. I like, made a pact. Dude, fifth I, grade. You remember that, bitch. We have to. Yeah, you fucking bitch. You can't have a kid till you're 45 when you're infertile. So it doesn't happen. I'm like, dude, Grace, I want to have a baby. And now I just say it to her all the time. Like, having a baby, Grace. And she's like, I'll fucking kill you. She gets, she like literally won't talk to me. She like gets so mad. That's so like, funny. Two hours will go by and then she'll be like, are you done? But yeah, I totally want to get married and have kids like soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Kids? Yeah. Then maybe in like two years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I want to pop out. <laughs> I want to pop out like four kids by the time I'm 34. Do like a little Congo line. Maybe yeah. Maybe had quadruplets. Yeah. Because you can do that shit now. You can like make your babies in a lab and shit. Yeah. You can, yeah. If you want twins, you can just go have twins, which is so fucking crazy. <laughs> so I think I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to pop some out in the next couple years, hopefully. Sorry, Grace. Sorry, Grace. You're going to be the best auntie ever, though. Auntie Grace. we can still party. I'll get a babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, what's next for you? Uh, Next for me, i got to get back to New York. We're going a live show tour like Plan Brie. um, Are you guys doing a full podcast on that? Yeah. So we do like the pod live. We've only done one live show podcast before, and it went really well. We did it in Boston. But this is like the first tour we're doing for it, which is kind of scary because it's like I love potting, but you forget that there's an audience. And now like you get to see them and see if they like like it and react to it. So I don't know. I'm really nervous, but I'm really excited. That's going to be um, like in the next couple of months. We're on the road. So that's what's next for me. That's so sick. You get to tour with your best friend. I know, dude. It's awesome. Like I feel bad for everyone that doesn't have a best friend like me. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> cool. Well, go check it out. Go listen to Plan B. It's going to be linked down below. Go listen Hell to yeah. BFFs. It's going to be linked down below. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Have fun with Carmen. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Lightweights out. Cool. Thank Beautiful. you. Of course. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.